Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 179. It's uh, Friday, July 27th. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going, Tim here? Hopefully, you got Tim's audio on that one. If you're listening live, apologies for the technical difficulties. Um, Also, yeah, we're switched. In case you're watching this later, Tim's out on the left. I'm on the right. I know it's, there's lots of changes going on. We're not trying to screw with everyone, but uh, either way. Big show today. Uh, not only do we have tons of good topics, Android P, DP5, uh, Note 9 rumors, Chromecast is 5, 5G, lots of five, lots of fives going on, right? Um, but we got trivia back, and our sponsor today is Honor. You may know Honor. They're a sub-brand of Huawei, and they have put up actually some pretty ridiculous prizes. Uh, number one, we're giving away a phone, the Honor 7X uh, during trivia. There, Tim is showing it off for you there. So we're going to give away an Honor 7X uh, and then to one person. Then the other four winners, because we always do five questions, are going to get an Honor Band 3 smart band. So, I mean, everyone's getting pretty ridiculous prizes here. So big shout-out to Honor, who's in the chat right now if you're watching live. Uh, big shout-out to Honor for... Um, for sponsoring this show so we'll get to trivia later obviously we run through topics and then we finish the show with trivia so uh let's let's start off with probably the most important update of the entire week and that is alto's odyssey is now available you tricked game, me. I thought it was game. something a bit more important. Nope, it's not. It's just a game. So uh, Alto's, Od- Alto's Odyssey is uh, it's sort of a platformer snowboarding game. This is the newest one. Tim and I were big fans of the first one, which is Alto's Adventure. Uh, it's free to play. You can download it for free. Uh, we're just big fans of the game, and we've been like waiting for the release because it was on iOS first. So yeah, we started off with, with that. Anyway, just go download it. It's free to play. It's just a fun game. It's one of those things where you'll play and play and play. Uh, and you'll be stupidly addicted. So, uh, in actual news, though, Android P DP5 is uh, now available to Pixel, Pixel XL, Pixel 2, Pixel 2 XL. Uh, and this is, well, it's, it's developer preview 5 of Android P. It's also beta 4. And this gets really confusing because Essential also released Android P DP5 for the Essential phone, but theirs is only beta 3. It's because it's their third beta pixels or beta anyways uh in this preview five there's there's really nothing much uh, notable that's new this is just the final build before we get to stable release probably mid to late august is typically i think when google drops stable builds so if if you haven't been on any of the previews you've been scared that it's too buggy and you can't use them this is going to be the most stable it's basically stable it's a release candidate uh it's just slightly less stable, I guess, than what will be the stable version. Like if there's any little tiny bugs, Google will try to fix those. Uh, I will point out that Google Pay, at least on my Pixel 2 XL, still won't let me set it up. And I feel like some people have been able to set it up and some haven't. I, I haven't been able to. So just keep that in mind. If you use Google Pay a lot to pay in stores for things with NFC, that may not work. That's kind of all that's new. They changed an icon. Uh, they got rid of the voice search button. <laughs> On the uh, Google bar and the launcher. Um, what else did they change? It's still July security patch. That's like it. There's like three changes that we noted in our what's new thing. You're not using this because you're still using the OnePlus 6, I'm assuming. Yeah, correct. I'm not using it, but I got to boot it up on the Pixel 2 XL. And, and from what I did use, it's super fresh. I mean, it runs super smooth. The battery life is, I mean, totally fine and exactly what you would expect i would assume from a dp5 beta 4 beta 3 if you're on the essential uh, i haven't booted it on the essential but <laughs> yeah. 
I do have it up and running on a central phone. Uh, Yeah, I've been using DP4 on Pixel 2 XL since it was released and as my daily phone, and it's been fine. I haven't had any issues. Um, So I'd imagine this one will be fine. I mean, I've had it running for a day, and I don't have any complaints there. Battery life seemed sort of exceptional yesterday. Like, I went to bed last night. It was 47% or something, which is kind of a lot for a Pixel 2 XL. Yeah, so, I'm not a huge fan of the new auto-rotate system toggle in the pull-down. You don't like it, huh? Uh, no, I mean, it, it You know, it looks like the Twitter's retweet icon just rotated 45 degrees. And there's something about point. it that kind of throws me off. That's a good point. It does look like the retweet icon. Yeah, it's exactly. too sharp. Everything else seems to have a little more roundedness. It's really sharp. I don't know. Yeah. it's a good point, though. It also shows up if you rotate your phone sideways. You know, like the auto rotate for specific apps. If you do oh, that, yeah. it's now that new icon as well. And then okay. it really looks like the retweet button. Yeah. Come on. Google, uh, what are you doing? I will say I've been running the last two previews, betas, whatever, on the essential phone. And this could just be me. But I think it's really improved on that phone. So we're going to talk about, well, we have a question possibly related to the essential phone later in trivia. But... Uh, I've been running the last two previews and I feel like it's actually improved some of the touch latency. I had somebody on Twitter tell me no, that I was just making that up. It seems, <laughs> it seems better. I, I don't think they've overall fixed some of the touch misses and stuff, but I feel like they're maybe way reduced. I don't know. I used the essential phone. I think it was like last week or whenever they got that last preview, I used it for three or four days straight and I just didn't have any issues. Of course, the camera's still garbage, but performance wise and usage, it was pretty good. Uh, anyway, so Android P DP5 beta four, you can go to android.com slash beta. I think if you want to enroll and again, you don't really have any reason not to at this point, other than if you need to use Google pay in stores. Uh, all right. So product releases this week, Lenovo dropped the first smart display. So smart displays are Google assistant powered smart speakers. They have a display. They were announced back at CES. So I mean, not quite a year, eight months ago or something, right? We knew that Lenovo was making two. We know that LG's making one. We know that JBL's making one. Sony was supposed to be making one, but I haven't heard anything about it. And in Google's announcement for this week's release, they didn't even mention Sony. They only mentioned Lenovo, LG, and JBL. So I don't know if Sony's still doing it or not. I'd imagine a bunch of people are going to make these, though, just like everyone's making smart speakers and stuff. Anyways, Lenovo's uh, 10-inch, 8-inch options, 250 for the big guy, 200 for the littler guy. Uh, we have a ten- I have a 10-inch one right there. I'm looking at it right now. I can't really hold it up. It's plugged in. It's not like a phone that I can just hold up in front of you. Um, So we've had it for like a week and posted a review of that. If you're interested in these smart displays, uh, we do have a full review up at the site. But the basic idea is it's a smart speaker, but it has a display. And I'll just tell you straight up, and I mentioned this in the review a little bit. This is so much better than Amazon's Echo Show, which has been out for a year and still sucks as far as I know. Um. It's, you know, it pulls up information, but what's kind of cool about it is you can actually touch and interact with it. Like the Echo Show, it's more, it would just show you text a lot and it just wasn't really that interactive. It was a screen that would show you stuff. You couldn't really use it all that much. Google, even though this is the first release, like you can scroll around and tap on like your Spotify playlist and tap on other stuff like weather and get more information. And then if you pull up like smart home settings, like your nest or smart home lights, you can actually manually control brightness or temperature. You can pull up traffic and view. I mean, 
Well, and I should say the biggest part is it's basically like a little TV on my desk because I have YouTube TV. So I just cast it right on over or you can say to it like, you know, blah, blah, Google play YouTube TV, this channel, whatever. And so now you just have like this little TV on here. Um, in my review, I basically said, I'm going to buy one of these. Like the one I have right now is a review unit. So it'll go back to Lenovo, but I'm going to buy one. I, I like having like this little screen right here that I can mess with to control stuff. Um, I think a lot of people want to put these in kitchens and things like that. And and Google's done this thing where they've made recipes like really easy to follow and step-by-step on there. I just had an echo show in my kitchen forever and never touched the thing. So I don't, I don't think I will do it, but in this setting where I'm sitting at a desk and I have monitors and if I want to put like YouTube TV on here or look at pictures, like I have pictures scrolling across there right now from Google photos. Um, like it makes sense because it's right in front of me. I could reach over and touch it. Whereas like in the kitchen or on a bookshelf, like you kind of miss that touch interactivity and who wants to look at a tiny screen from far away in a bookshelf. So, um, I guess it depends on your, your needs. Like it could be good in a bathroom or a kitchen. I'm just probably going to leave it on a desk, but either way, I like it. I was surprised after the disaster that was the echo show. I totally like this thing and I want one. What's the sound quality? Like the sound quality is not great. <laughs> Oh, so that was uh yeah that was so that was my one complaint like it is a speaker and you're supposed to watch movies or video and listen to music um i think this the sound is not not it's not that rich it's not that deep it's just kind of i don't want to say like tinny like some bad smartphone speaker it just doesn't have that rich quality that you get from like a, even like the littlest sono speaker um obviously not google home max it's not going to match that but so I wasn't blown away by the speaker. So I, if, if like you, if you want the best sound in a smart speaker, I don't think this is it. There's other smart speakers that are going to have better sound. Like Lenovo makes a Google assistant speaker. I'm pretty sure it probably sounds better than this. It just doesn't <laughs> have a screen. So, so keep that in mind. I love the idea of a smart display. Um, I mean, pretty much for the exact same reason you would though, basically just having like a third option for playing YouTube TV, <laughs> right. or something like that, you know, yeah. having the, the soccer match on or, you know, baseball or something, something a bit more exciting than soccer. Um, <laughs> I, I have to throw the jab in there. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, w- what I appreciate is that they aren't crazy expensive. And what I think people are saying that they're, it's already on sale technically, or it's, yeah, Costco it's, has it for like two hundred bucks, the bigger one, yeah, yeah. So for two hundred bucks for the the big guy, that's not bad at all to get like a visual Google Assistant helper thing. My only real concern or the downside that I see so far is that um, I think I asked you, but Nest cameras, like say I have a Nest Hello, mm-hmm. if someone presses on the button, is that video feed going to go to the smart display or no? At this point, it doesn't. So if somebody walks up, yeah, and presses the button, it'll give you that audio cue that Google Homes do where they say somebody's at your front door, but it doesn't like automatically pop up and show me the feed. I would imagine, and I have no insight on this, that Google or Nest could build something like that in, right? Or you could build up like some sort of reaction routine or something where if somebody presses that that would happen. It doesn't happen like that. But I can say like blah blah google show me the front door and it'll pull up that feed whenever i want so you could do that that um you could do that with any of your any of your nest cameras i'm assuming you can do it with other cameras i just only have nest but yeah i can say like hey pull up pull up the front door right now and it shows it to me pretty quickly I just like the idea of being able to like, say my office is upstairs, front door's downstairs, obviously. Someone mm-hmm. presses on the button, and then I can interact with them without having to go downstairs. Like, oh, it's someone with a package. Like, oh, just leave it at the front door, like, as soon as they press the button. you know. Like, yeah, so that would be cool. Space. And I don't know that if you bring up a feed, 
like say I pull up the feed and somebody's out there, I can't like initiate a conversation either. I think you can only do that through the app on your phone. Um, so maybe they'll get there. I, I don't know. This is it's run. So it runs Android things, which is kind of like a newish operating system from Google. Um, this is like the first build. I don't, I don't think they're calling it like a beta by any means. They're releasing this product for everyone to use. Uh, but I'd imagine it'll just get immensely better in a hurry. Like now that it's out there and they'll listen to feedback and some other things that since people will have them, I, I'd imagine it's going to improve pretty rapidly. Like I would love for there to be like a button that I press that just pulls up nest, right? Like right now I have to say to it, you know, bring up my cameras, adjust my temperature. It'd be cool if I could just swipe up because it has a touch screen. You swipe between if I could just touch nest and then, and then adjust my temperature. Like I would love to not have to talk to it at all times. And I know that's kind of the point of these things, but it has a screen. I should just be able to touch it to interact with it. So there's some things they can improve on. Um, but it's even smart enough. Like if you pull up your Philips hue lights and they're colored, like you can adjust the color of them or choose different profiles and change colors. So it's got some, it's got some cool stuff. Anyways, I'm a big fan, so uh, we need to get you one of these two so you can play with it. But mostly, it's great as like an on-desk little TV. I mean, you can cast YouTube to it, Twitch to it, YouTube TV to it. You cannot do Netflix, though, which is which is kind of weird. So if you do the voice command to cast Netflix to it, it doesn't work. And I tried to hit the cast button in my phone and cast to it, and it also said no. So for some reason, no Netflix just yet, which is kind of weird. That could be uh, like a what is it, a DRM or um, I'm sure it's Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, it's Netflix said no. Protection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you can cast like HBO now to it. That works just fine. Huh. I, the only one I've had an issue with is Netflix. I don't know. I don't know why that is. YouTube videos work, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All that's um, honor. Honor in the chat. Our sponsor for today's episode is asking, how does the smart display compare audio wise to the Google Home Mini or just standard Google Home? Yeah, so I haven't I haven't done them side by side. Uh, the mini, no, it's just too much of a little guy. Um, regular home, I would say it's probably it's probably comparable to that. Um, I That's probably sh- I probably should do a side by side on that. Yeah, I know there's just something about it. Maybe it's because I'm sitting so damn close to it that I don't mm-hmm. like the sound. But like I sit close to my office speakers too, and there, I have a Sonos like back there. You can't really see it. Well, there's a home right there too but it's not it's not plugged in at the moment because it was right here where this thing is uh i should do a side by side but i this sound was it it was a turnoff i'm not gonna lie it it was like i turned music on and was like i just don't like the sound of this i'm gonna listen on something else so where is the sound emitted from like does it shoot out the back the sides the front the front so there's panel on the right and on the left is the speaker so there's two like passive tweeters i think and a two inch 10 watt speaker in there so all right. one of the weird things is um, the design from Lenovo. Well, first of all, I like the design, but you're supposed to be able to stand it up portrait or lay it down landscape. So that doesn't actually work. <laughs> oh. If you, The only time you can put it in portrait is if you're on a duo video call because duo calls, right? If somebody's talking to you on their phone, it's in portrait. So you can flip, but you have to like manually like pick the thing up. But if you just want to like leave it on your desk like that in portrait, it doesn't work. And I don't know if Google's going to fix the UI to do that. I think so. Uh, but so far, yeah, you can't. <laughs> the only thing that works in portrait is duo, which is kind of weird. Cause I was like looking forward to like turning it. So I would, then again, video would look weird. So I don't Everything know. Just weird. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the chat, before when we had technical difficulties, we had a previous show running, and 
I believe it was Kevin, right? Kevin yeah. dropped a Kevin dropped a big a big old <laughs> donation. Uh, so shout out again to Kevin. We really really appreciate that that uh, super Thank chat you. donation. Um, Anyways, just wanted to shout that out because we didn't get a chance to in the last uh, screw-up that I did. So, uh, Anyways, smart display. So Lenovo's are available now. You can buy them at the Lenovo site. They're supposed to be up at Amazon and Best Buy, I think, though I looked earlier and didn't find them. And Costco has them. And the 10-inch one's already 50 bucks off at Costco if you have a Costco membership. So That's not bad. Although, <laughs> if you have to pay for a Costco membership, maybe it evens out a little bit, depending on <laughs> if you got that executive or not. So just depends. <laughs> I do not have a Costco membership anymore. I used to. I mean, I used to dominate Costco basically because I was like poor and, and I needed the free food that they gave out. Um, but other than that, I loved Costco. It's just I, too now, much bulk. It's, even though I have a child, yeah. like it's just too much bulk stuff for me. So we just don't know. We gave There's it up one, years ago. Yeah, it's just too far from my house now. It's just not worth it. Like yeah, the yeah. only thing I would buy there now are those dried mangoes that they sell in like the big bags. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I love those mangoes. <laughs> that's awesome okay so anyway smart display uh we don't know when lgs and jbls will be out probably in the next couple of months i'd imagine i mean they had units to show off back at ces so i'm sure they're just fine-tuning stuff either way lenovo's available now all right let's uh let's move on to samsung news there's a whole bunch of samsung news this week uh first of all note 9 uh it still hasn't been announced i know it probably seems like it should have been hasn't been um it will be announced on august 9th uh, but we've got teasers for it. Samsung oh. says it's going to have all the storage. It's going to have all the speed. And it's going to have all the batteries. So uh, that's kind of all they said. They just posted like three teasers. Then those were like the three things they hit on. Um, we got colors. Thanks to Evleaks. Uh, we're looking at a blue version, a black version, and a brown version. Which is kind of like a darkish gold is it really called like, brown well i mean that's what he said but Samsung's what he said, going right? to have some type of like copper rose gold it kind of looks like copper it's kind of copperish like, and yeah. rusty rose gold i mean it's not bad i guess it's something different i don't really like samsung's blue so i'm not really gonna but the blue one comes with the urine pen and i if i'm gonna have a I note i want the urine, urine pen, pen. black me. black one has a black pen brown one has a brown pen but the blue one has the urine pen it's a good contrast it's not bad yeah. i actually yeah, really I like, like blue and yellow together it's a fantastic combination i might have to like, paint my kitchen <laughs> uh let's see we also got thanks to xda more on s pen features so we know s pen is gonna have bluetooth which is actually kind of cool um what did they say again that you can like they talked about some of the stuff we kind of thought we could do what what else did they say do you remember yeah, we originally, we assumed that we would be able to control our music, you know, play, pause, skip yeah. ahead, things that you could do, like, with a headset. Um, but, according to XDA, who broke this down from leaked firmware for the Galaxy, the Galaxy Tab S4, well, that's right. of all things, uh, that's, so yes, you can control music with the S Pen, you can use it as a remote camera shutter button, so I guess... That makes sense. If you... Well, yeah, say you've got the phone on a tripod and you're standing over here and, like, you just use the pen as the shutter. That's pretty smart. Um, You will be able to remotely unlock your phone if the S Pen has been removed from the phone and the phone locks. So it'll be, like, a little key. I just wonder how that's going to work, though. Yeah, if... uh, Yeah. It would have to be an unprotected, like, lock screen, right? 
I, I, Unless I they're going to put like a fingerprint to... reader in the button, which I don't think they're doing. Yeah, we'd have to wait. That's no way that's happening. That would be a really expensive S Pen. Right? That would be a really expensive. And, and I mean, that's a security issue. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I got to totally we'll trash out. on that idea, but we'll that's kind of weird. Yeah, we'll find out. August 9th. I'm sure they'll talk for 10 minutes about what the S Pen can do. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And then, um, so you'll be able to press the S Pen button to do things. Um, uh, in apps, basically. Uh, so, say pressing it uh, a couple of like a couple of clicks will launch a different app. Um, a triple click can launch another app. So, basically, shortcuts programmed into the S Pen button itself. Yeah. And that's basically kind of it. I will say, if that's it, I mean, does the S Pen even really need Bluetooth? And like, I'm dying to know. Maybe, maybe we ask a poll sometime soon. Like, what gives it range? The- I think yeah. it gives it more range for sure so that you could do a remote shutter sure. from 10 feet away or whatever. That's fine. But I want to know of no owners who truly uses the S pen to begin with, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess yeah. this makes it more useful, but I mean, I guess we're people using the S pen. I know. I, I think mean, people really love the S pen. I know you and I, yeah. like, like we, we I'm talked about this where every time I get a note in house, I pull out the pen. I'm like, let's get to work. And then I can't think of anything to do with it. But I think, I think people who love I think people who love the Note series love the pen. Eric yeah, in the chat says, our boy Richard certainly uses that S pen. Oh, yeah. Samsung <laughs> hype beast, numero uno. Uh, so people in the chat are mentioning um, with that unlocking thing that I was just complaining about, like using it as a smart lock smart. device, uh, smart watches do it. And I totally get that, but a watch is attached to my wrist, right? Um if I'm in my car, like the Bluetooth in there, it, like I'm in my car, it's kind of a secure environment. If I'm at my home, that's a secure environment. If a pen unlocks it, like somebody could jack that pen pretty easily. I mean, like if you have it sitting on a table, somebody could swipe it, crack it in your. It seems like because it's a removable little item that could potentially unlock your unlock your phone. I, that doesn't seem as secure as like a watch that's attached to you, or I don't know. I have some. I'm hesitant to. I'm going to have to sell a little tether attachment for, I don't know, $19.99. Little piece of cloth you just tie it around your wrist. That way the S Pen can't go anywhere. It's going to be great. (laughs) Little little wrist strap for your S Pen. (laughs) What I find fascinating, though, is they're obviously going to have to charge this thing. And so there's going to be a little battery in there. So that's kind of cool. Like the phone will have, it'll be able to charge, like you'll charge the phone. It'll charge. This is like Samsung's version of being modular or something, but it'll have like, it'll charge and then it'll pass some of that through to keep that pen charged up. I can't wait till everyone starts complaining about like the, I took the S pen out. It was killing battery life. Can't wait. Can't wait for that conversation. I mean, the S pen's got to have like a 50 million power back. I mean, it, I, mean, I don't even know that, to be, right? It's got to be so small. It's, it's not going to do anything. It'll probably, yeah. maybe the phone will only charge the S pen while the phone is plugged into the wall. I mean, there's plenty of things that Samsung. Yeah. There's done. probably some things you'll be able to tweak to reduce some of that, but it, yeah, I'd imagine it'll be a tiny battery because they're not expecting people to probably keep the thing out for hours at a time. And either way, it should just barely sip juice. So. Yeah, and I pray, I pray that the S Pen does not blow up uh, in anyone's Jeep or anything like. That. I mean, could you imagine if the S Pen? Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, that's right because oh. it, it's going to have a battery in it. It's going to have a battery. Please, in it. no! I do not want to have another another Samsung bomb situation. Yeah, there's too many dumb jokes. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. So in terms of um, latest specs, we're pretty sure the base model storage is going to be 128 gigs. And it'll have SD cards a lot too. But base model, so last year was 64. We're pretty sure they're jumping up to base model being 128 this year. Um, and then there's probably going to be a 256 gig model, I believe. Um, but in the past in the U.S., um, those bigger storage options off often came later. Like the S9, I think comes in a 256 option hours, 128. I can't remember. Or no, I think both actually, but they came much later after the S9 launch. So, but the base will be 128, which is quite a bit of damn storage. Um, six gig Ram, I think for the base, I think we've seen rumors that that bigger storage one could have eight gig Ram though. I don't know that that's even close to being confirmed. Uh, we're thinking 4,000 milliamp hour battery, which is an improvement. What was last year? Was it did they drop it down to like 3,000 or was it 3,500? I can't remember. I should know that. The Note 8? Yeah. 3,500? Was it 35? I mean, that I'm sounds about right. Uh, so either way, 4,000 though. Um, I think that's about it. That's changed. I think the camera's probably going to just be S9 Plus setup. I don't know that they'll use like brand new sensors in there. Uh, display insane. will be huge. Yeah. It does look zany. <laughs> All right. I think that's it on Note 9, right? I think we're missing it. Yeah, August there. 9th. It still hasn't there. been announced. Yeah. That heat. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, also at that event, we're expecting new watch. So Samsung Galaxy Watch. I'm surprised they didn't call them Galaxy Watch from the beginning. Like we'd be on Watch 5 or 4 or something now. Instead, they went Gear and S and crap. Anyway, Galaxy Watch. We're expecting two sizes. Uh, bigger model, smaller model. One's 42 millimeters. One is around 48 millimeters, I do believe. At least that's what the FCC documents kind of have told us. And then the 42 millimeter option actually popped up at Samsung's site briefly um, in a rose gold colorway. So we think we'll get rose gold. I'd imagine we'll get black or like dark gray. We could get silver or something like that too, but we're certainly getting rose gold. We don't know pricing or really the specs. Um, it looks like a nice watch. The only thing is, I don't know if we've had a show since this was discovered, but it's not running Wear OS. <laughs> I don't know. Did we talk about this on the last show? I can't remember. It's been so long. Um, it's going to run Tizen. Tizen 4.0 more than likely. Uh, I mean, we've kind of you know talked about this at length, but the issue with Tizen is app compatibility. There's just not a lot of apps on Tizen. Wear OS has apps, but Wear OS is also a garbage operating system. So I don't, it's kind of like a toss up on which, which to go with there. Um, but it looks nice and it'll be announced alongside the uh, note nine and the tab S four, which you mentioned. Do you think we'll get a big speaker, big Bixby speaker, or do you think that's uh, coming later? We might tease it this week. I'm not expecting a full release. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Does anyone in, care? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really think anyone cares about a big sweet speaker. Um, in potentially horrendous news for anyone who's not a Samsung phone on, owner, Fortnite for Android when it finally releases because it's already available on iOS is supposed to be a Samsung exclusive, possibly exclusive to just the Note 9 initially for maybe the first thirty days that it's released before it makes its way to other phones. Do you want to talk about this? I mean, you are the Fortnite guy around these parts. So how do you feel about Fortnite possibly? Oh, so 9to5Google reported this. Um, and on the same day, basically, or the day prior, we had someone tell us the same thing. Uh, we couldn't corroborate it with a second source. We didn't run with it. But um, 
they got a source that said it. We also had one that said it. And there's other details involved too. So you want to talk about, you want to talk about Fortnite? Yeah. So what we're looking at is uh, it's a bunch of BS people. Uh, so <laughs> Samsung and Epic Games have apparently worked out some type of deal where when Fortnite launches for Android, it will be released exclusively for the Galaxy Note 9. Uh, during Samsung's event, at least from what we hear, that's when Android availability for Fortnite will be released along with this 30-day exclusivity period for the Note 9. Now, uh, with the details that 9to5Google reported, the people who pre-order the Galaxy Note 9 will be awarded like 100 to $150 of V-Bucks, which is Fortnite's in-game currency. It can be used for player skins, glider skins, emotes. You can buy the season pass with it, etc., or the battle pass. Um, so, I mean, that's basically it. Now, it makes sense, uh, that Samsung would do, I mean, Samsung is the biggest name in Android, uh, at least with regard to OEMs, you know, and then Fortnite is the biggest name in gaming right now. So if you're going to release your title for Android, and it's been, it's been hyped up incredibly, right? So Fortnite for iOS has been a huge hit. I think they've made about a billion dollars uh, or something like that. It was either a hundred million or a billion. I know that's a huge difference, but regardless, it's a big number for a mobile game uh, that just has in-app purchases for custom skins and stuff that they don't give you an advantage in the game or anything like that. It's not pay to win. Um, but regardless, uh, the fact that they would release it on Android, the world's largest mobile operating system, and then make it an exclusive not only to a brand, uh, but then a a, de- a single device possibly of that brand uh, that that hurts. It's great for me because I'll undoubtedly have a Note Nine, and you know while I'm reviewing it or whatever, uh, and I'll just be having it. So no big deal. But for anyone who doesn't dig the Samsung, that that sucks. Like there's plenty of other phones that have the power to run Fortnite. So. Yeah, I mean that the the Note Nine or S Nine if it, if it comes to both of those. It, they have Snapdragon 845. Other phones have 845s. Actually, on for the Fortnite site, the mobile site that talks about potential phones, like it lists like Pixel 2, I think V30. There's a whole bunch of phones they're obviously preparing to launch it on. So, but yeah, you're, like you said, Samsung's the biggest. Fortnite's the biggest. Like it's kind of a nice little mashup there. The rich get richer. It just sucks for anyone who doesn't. But 30 days. If it's 30 days, 30, 30 days. I think we'll all survive that, right? What's interesting, Tech Leathercraft in the chat says, uh, it doesn't make sense. No 9 is supposed to reflect productivity, not gaming. I completely agree with that. Um, I had uh, We had another source who was talking about how one company in particular, a gaming company who happens to make an Android device uh, that I'm sure you've all heard of, they were working closely with Epic Games to like optimize the title for Android, at least on their device, right? Because it features 120 hertz refresh rate display, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that Epic Games wouldn't align more with like a gaming company, say like Razer or like Nvidia or someone like that, uh, to to bring it to Android, uh, it, it seems odd to me. But I think yeah. Samsung Samsung doesn't care, right? They're like, okay, Fortnite's making a ton of cash. We want to make a ton of cash, and like, what better way to hype up your Note Nine than to say we're the only ones with Fortnite on Android right now? I mean, that- do you think anyone will buy the Note Nine just to get thirty days early access to Fortnite? Oh yes, any any <laughs> YouTuber who makes like Fortnite mobile related content, they, they're automatically getting it. They're probably they're already like, getting paid to promote it. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the I'm just saying, like, Samsung's up. writing the contract right now. Like, we're going to send you a Note Nine. Please play Fortnite on and talk about this. Here's like fifty grand. 
it's completely possible. I don't know. I don't like to speculate, uh, but yeah, I, do. I I could see it happening. I'll be certainly talking about it. I mean, geez, why it's Fortnite? <laughs> You're like Fortnite Samsung. I need that review unit now. I got What's, stuff to play. I'll get to the review later. <laughs> if you type in, so just to give you an example, of like what Fortnite is doing right now, which is like just the world of even like journalism. So you've got. Uh, each week, they have a new set of challenges on Fortnite, and some are kind of like mysterious. You have to search for them in the game. If you type in, like, uh, Season 5, Week 2 cha- map challenge, the first thing that pops up is Forbes. And Forbes is up there with, like, the clickbaitiest titles every single week. That's just, like, do, dominating yeah. Fortnite SEO on Google. And uh, so Fortnite's killing the game, and people, everyone wants a taste. So Samsung's gonna get it apparently. Samsung's gonna get a big old taste, <laughs> big old mouthful of Fortnite. <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, but I don't, well, even, I don't even play Fortnite. <laughs> right. Uh, in other Samsung news, they showed off an unbreakable OLED panel this week. It's basically plastic, and they put more plastic over the top of it, and it bends and it folds. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it folds; I should say it bends. Um, and someone smashed it with a hammer on video and showed it off. Uh, the only reason I bring it up is because we we keep hearing these rumors about this upcoming Galaxy X, which could be a foldable phone. This panel is is not foldable, I don't think. I mean, they don't show it like folded in half, like, but it is unbreakable. It'll probably go in like car display units and things like that. It could go in uh, portable video game consoles like a Nintendo or something, right? So then you have a screen that won't break. It is OLED. We don't really know resolution on or anything, but they showed it off this week and I think it made a bunch of headlines because people were like, oh, this is the thing that's in the Galaxy X. Well, this isn't foldable. It's just really flexible, unbreakable. Just wanted to point that out. Click okay. Uh, let's see. So, um, Google home and other news this week, um, it got scheduled routines, which I know doesn't sound like a huge deal, but this is kind of a big deal. So Google home, uh, back in March got routines, uh, routines are basically items you can or tasks. You can set multiple things to happen at once. So you could just say, blah, blah, Google, I'm leaving. Like that's the one I have set up. Like we're leaving. And then it makes sure all my lights are turned off and it can adjust the temperature if it wants, or probably kick a nest cam on. I haven't actually tried that, but it can do some things, right? Uh, but you had to initiate those. So scheduled routines are now where you can set stuff to happen at a certain time. So like I set one up yesterday. So at like midnight, it makes sure all the lights in my house are off, right? So like if I forget to turn off the kitchen light or I pass out upstairs and I turn the lights off, like it'll just do that now every night at midnight. Um, you can have it play a certain playlist at a certain time, um, dim your lights also and set the temperature. So like if you're getting ready for bed, like if I put my kid to bed, like I can set a certain time, like if he's playing, like, oh, the lights dim, his playlist comes on and now he needs to go to bed, right? Like it, you could set up things like that. Um, it's not super advanced quite yet. There's not a ton of things you can set up in there, but it'll get there. And so um, if you're one of those people that it's been automating tasks for your house and some other service, you can actually start bringing that in-house to uh, to Google at this point. Love it. I really love it, yeah. Like, I have it set, like, the lights above me. I have them set to, like, turn off automatically at, like, 4.15, which hopefully is a reminder to stop working for the day. <laughs> uh, Chromecast turned five years old this week. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Chromecast, like, in many ways, 
changed the game. You could argue, I think, that Chromecast is the best hardware product Google has ever made. No doubt. I mean, it is, right? Because no they created this little dongle thing. And the original one was not like peak design. It's kind it's of special. a goofy looking thing. Yeah. Um, it didn't do HD or anything, did it? Or was it like 720p max? Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, something like that. Either way, it was 35 bucks, and you plugged it into any monitor, TV, whatever, and you could just send stuff to it. It, it was funny. I was looking back when I wrote up this poll that we did about if anyone's still using it, and it was we used to write up, like, now this service supports Chromecast. Like, that was the news. When it first launched, there was only, like, a couple of apps that worked with it, and then we had to wait for, like, Netflix and HBO and all these, and it was, like, a big deal. Like, everyone now everyone supports Chromecast, and it's built into well obviously your browser but it's built into every app you use it's in tvs it's in speakers like you just cast stuff everywhere it's one of the probably one of the coolest technologies google's ever done um and yeah it's five years old does it seem like it's been around that long i moved out of second gen the dongle yes because i don't use a dongle i just use shield tv and stuff you know i use i use the premise of the technology every day though when i cast something to google home or you know in my shield tv i mean i use that technology every day of my life right now yeah so i think it's fantastic i think chromecast like you said changed the game i hate it's a game changer it's a game changer Obviously, it's great. I mean, all these companies are integrating the same thing into their TVs and speakers, et cetera. I mean, everyone's investing in that. Yeah. I'm so happy. It's so much better than you know, whatever else was out. I remember what was what was uh, well, what was, it was that one uh, company that scam company? Wasn't it to- Mirror? Was it Miracast? Was supposed to be one? There was that. Uh, yeah. There was another technology that someone tried to push at one point, and it was awful. I can't remember. I mean, it, like Apple's got its AirPlay that they're they've been doing. I don't know that sure. anything is quite as simple as uh, Chrome. I mean, Chromecast is like works everywhere, like with everyone. So, like if you have an iPhone, you can cast stuff. Airplane or AirPlay is like locked to iPhones and Apple products. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic thing, and yeah, I love it that everyone's just building. Like you said, you just cast stuff to your Shield TV. So I, like I do the same thing. I don't necessarily have Chromecast attached to TVs anymore because I have a couple of Shield TVs, but right. you could just cast up the same thing it's fantastic it's fantastic dean in the chat says he's waiting for his tv to die so i can uh, he can justify buying a smart tv yeah hey man just a bat hammer any type of thing kill a tv (laughs) yeah you can kill a tv pretty quick dlna that's what everyone says in the chat yeah yeah, I remember I tried some of those early, like DLNA. I, I swear it was called Miracast. I tried, like you had to buy this dongle thing and none of them worked. A lot of times it was because I was using a Google phone and Google, everything is always broken on Google phones often. Um, none of those things worked though. So I'm so glad that they came out with Chromecast. Uh, Dark Man X doesn't necessarily agree. He says Chromecast is really funky and unreliable at times. Once you play video, the controls disconnect. There are those times. There are those times where things get a little wonky. But like all good things in technology, you know, you just you you live with the wonk. Uh, That's gonna be on a shirt. (laughs) You live with the wonk. It makes a good point. Like Chromecast is as brilliant as it is. There are still issues. Like, yes, you'll be watching something. All of a sudden the controls on your phone just disappear and you go back in the app and you tap on the cast button again to see if it's still working. And then the controls magically like those are certainly issues that they've never fixed, but I'll still take it. I'll still take it. 
Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll cast something from my phone to my Google Home Mini. Like, say, like, while I'm in the shower just playing something, and then it'll say, oh, you, we cannot access your library because your account's being used on another device. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, my phone, it, this isn't happening right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Eh. So sometimes it can be difficult. Okay. But for the most part, it's fantastic. For the most part. <laughs> All right, in uh, carrier news, we had uh, announcements of new 5G markets, which is always a big deal, even though we won't be able to access any of these 5G markets for who knows how long. Uh, AT&T announced three new markets this week, or maybe last week. Charlotte, Raleigh, and Oklahoma City will all be uh, 5G markets uh, this year, right? And they're joining Dallas, Waco, and Hot Atlanta. Waco. Go. Is that Baylor? Is that where is it Baylor in, in Waco? It might be. I think so. Maybe. I just know Joan and Chip from the I forget whatever HGTV show. Anyway. <laughs> Fixer he's Upper. Big, yeah, he's a big Baylor guy, and they live in Waco, Texas. That's true. He's a big Baylor guy. Uh, Verizon also announced a new five G city, uh, which is uh, Houston. So we've now got Sacramento, L.A., Houston. There's supposed to be a fourth. They won't tell us what the fourth is. Uh, the difference between AT&T and Verizon is AT&T is actually going to be mobile 5G, which is probably just going to be a little mobile hotspot puck thing, not like a 5G phone. But theirs is mobile, though. Like the, Those markets are going to have actual 5G in network everywhere sort of thing. Verizon is home internet. Like Basically, you sign up with Verizon, and they, send, and they come install like – a giant thing on the outside of your house and then inside your house you have another 5g router basically and so they're beaming to the outside of your house which then beams inside your house uh and there's is millimeter wave 5g which is different than what at&t's 5g is it's confusing either way verizon's is not mobile it's home internet at&t's is mobile but uh kevin whiten in the chat is asking do we know what speeds 5g will get what theoretically we're we're talking a gigabit yeah, or multi gigabit eventually. Um, so it depends. It depends, right? It depends on the no. spectrum that's being used in that. So Verizon's millimeter wave stuff is, for the most part, the faster 5G stuff. Um, the problem with it is it doesn't stretch very far and it doesn't really work through giant buildings and it struggles to work around buildings like it has all these issues which is why early on everyone was hating on millimeter wave and telling verizon they were dumb they've worked around some of those issues uh, but with millimeter wave 5g you'll have stupid fast internet like if you have their home 5g internet your internet will probably be i'd imagine gig down i don't know what the up is but it's going to be super fast uh with at&t's and t-mobiles and sprints their early wireless networks they're not going to be really well t-mobile at least said ours is not going to be really fast right away we're just going to try to blanket the land and then we'll work on ramping up speed i I, to be honest i haven't paid close enough attention to what at&t's first rollout is if it's going to be the fast stuff or the slower stuff so but the initial wireless network is probably not going to be stupid fast. They'll probably be faster in LTE, but not a gigabit for a while. But Verizon's home internet should be. Mm. If that helps. So. Oh, it's going to be glorious days. 2030 is going to be awesome when everyone gets this. Maybe 2040. <laughs> I don't know. We'll all be dead by then. So when we wrote up the 5G, uh, Verizon's next 5G market, somebody's initial reply on Twitter to our story was, yeah, that like cancer forming, beaming crap going all around. And oh, yeah. I'm not going to go conspiracy theorist here, but 
isn't that kind of a concern? Like, I mean, we're, we got spectrum waves beaming all over as it is. And I swear I've seen some reports on all this 5g stuff and how maybe it hasn't been thoroughly researched quite yet. I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. I should probably look into it before I create some weird conspiracy, but maybe it does worry me a little bit. It it completely worries me. Um, The fact that Verizon has so much money that they could uh, buy our government officials and pay lobbyists. They could appoint them at the FCC. Exactly. I mean, we've got (laughs) ex-Verizon guy in charge, dude. So if if 5G gives you cancer, I mean, you won't be able to sue Verizon. So that's just all there is to it. I mean, they come and attach a microwave-looking thing to your house just so you can get the damn signal. I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'll, I'll report back at the next show what my findings are. I would start investing in aluminum foil. <laughs> Just blanket your house with aluminum foil. <laughs> oh, 5G. It's going to be a great future. All right. Speaking of carriers, and this is our last topic before trivia, by the way. Um, we just asked... How long has everyone been with their current carrier? And we asked this because we, we saw this big shift, right? Like back in 3G, 4G LTE, like Verizon was one of the first and everyone kind of followed along with 4G LTE markets. And that was a big push. Um, but their prices were always up and then they killed unlimited data. And then T-Mobile became the uncarrier and made unlimited data again, all this stuff, right? Like I feel like there's been this shuffle. Um, so I, I was just curious, like how off, how often people have been changing and 67% of our readers said they've been with their current carrier for longer than five years. So as much as I think I assumed people jumped around, I don't think people ever jump around. Like you've been with AT&T prepaid for how long? Probably like at least five years now, right? Like I know long it probably time. went really fast, but I've had Verizon for probably 15 years, like a line active there. But I also keep a T-Mobile line active, which is probably, I bet it's been five years that I've had that too. So. Uh, three to three to five years was 16%. One to two years was 10% and less than a year was 7%. So I mean, people just lock in a couple years. So it's kind of a different subject, but when I talk all the trash I can about, uh, the deals, the deals that carriers put on where they do the bill credit thing for two years, um, because I think those are scummy, uh, we, we often have people say to us, like, this isn't a deal. It's a bill credit thing. Why are you posting this crap? Well, this these numbers right here in our poll, these are why. Because people stick with a carrier. And if you stick with a carrier for two years, those bill credit deals technically give, save you hundreds of dollars. So that's why guy oh, who always cool. says that to us, that's why we post those. Because technically, for people that stick home, they're deals. Yeah. Guy. Guy. Shut deal up. guy. Not like we haven't been open about the fact that I think those deals are scummy, but we always get somebody who goes, you guys are stupid. <laughs> okay. You guys are clickbait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, is it time? Is, is it time? Is it trivia oh, time? The oh, the dance. Stuff. The trivia dance. For those new, this is the trivia dance. There's probably some people doing it at their desk right now. There's probably some people doing it. Tim's getting something ready. I don't know what it. Oh, he's getting the lights ready. Lights going, oh, it's but... time. I'm giving you a chance. Oh, oh it got dark. Oh, oh there we go. Trivia time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tim has technical difficulties with his lights. <laughs> oh. Trivia for the, for those new DL show trivia end of each show we we ask five questions and we award five winners so 
five questions are all tech related, sometimes related to the show, sometimes just history of Android or Droid Life or Droid or whatever. Uh, we throw up we throw up a question on the screen. Tim also reads it out. First person to answer correctly in the chat is the winner. And Tim and I will verify with our screens who that winner is. We'll shout it out. You'll know if you're the winner or not. Um, and we'll do that for five questions. So five different winners. Um, we'll work out the prizing at the end of the show. We'll drop an email so you can get in contact with us. Uh, with that said, Honor once again has uh, sponsored the show in terms of prizes. So they're giving away some good stuff. We got an Honor 7X phone and a whole bunch of Honor Band 3 smart bands. Yes, you, I am. By the way, you're excited. such. A, oh, now the colors are back. I was like, you're really dark, and now it keeps like strobing different colors. It's activated by my voice right now. <laughs> so while That's I'm enough. talking, as long as I'm talking, really it's going to be a sweet light show. But if I don't <laughs> talk, it goes dim. Then it goes dim. So again, honor honor sponsored it. Got lots of awesome prizes. So we'll do five questions. Uh, each one will get a prize, either a smart band or the phone. Do, do, have you decided which question is for the phone? Is it the final oh, question? Absolutely. Final question we have. I'm about to get a seizure. Um, the final question we have, question number five, will be the the, the hardest question, a very difficult question, and it will be for the phone. So just okay. FYI. Makes sense. Is everyone ready? Is everyone ready. ready? Oh, Tim's so excited. One last last trivia dance. Crank that thing down to 144p. This is your last chance. We're going to start this fire it up. Fantastic. I'm ready when you are. (laughs) Audio only. All right. All right. I'm ready for uh, question number one. All right. Question number one up now. In what year was Honor launched as a sub-brand of Huawei? And again, what year was Honor launched as a sub-brand of Huawei? Oh, Eric Ortiz, fire quickness of the correct answer, 2013. Uh, Congratulations, Eric Ortiz. You won yourself a sweet Honor Smart Band 3. Eric Ortiz is so quick. I don't know how he does it. It seems almost like every time. Honor Screen 2013. So quick. Conceived, Conceived in 2011, I believe, and then launched made. or made something you know crazy I mean, I <laughs> and i'm ready for question number two if you're ready uh i'm ready question number two up now what is the reported battery size for the galaxy note 9 and again what is the reported battery size for the galaxy note 9 zid zid, zid initial we've got the correct zid answer four thousand. It's it initial 4,000 milliamp hour. That's right, 4,000 milliamp hour. Of course, that's not confirmed, but it is the long oft rumored 4,000 has kind of been the number for a while. So, Zid initial. That is a uh, Huawei uh, Band 3 for both Eric and Zid initial. And I got them too. Right there. (laughs) It's going to be legit. Congrats, boys. Congrats, congrats. Or people. Can't assume gender. Um,. Let's go with question number three, please. Question number three up now. What are the development code names for Google's Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL? So we're looking for two two words here. What are the development code names for Google's Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL? And we reported this back in like October. It's true. Whale. <laughs> Whale what? time. Tuna. I forget. Oh, we got a little stumper on this one. Yes. <laughs> Struggle chat. 
Uh, so you gotta get both. Gotta get both. We need to see both in need see both. We need to see both answers in the same <laughs> Odyssey event. <laughs> oh, I, got, I think Rashad's got it. Rashad, I'll take Rashad. Crosshatch and blue line. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Rashad, crosshatch and blue line. So people had crosshatch or blue line. Nobody had them both at the same time until Rashad. Congratulations, Rashad. Congratulations, Rashad. Win yourself a sweet honor smart band. Sweet. Crosshatch and blue line. I don't think we know which is which, do we? But crosshatch and blue line. I don't think so. My money's on blue line being the smaller guy, crosshatch being the big guy. I think I actually looked at photos of the fish, and crosshatch is actually the smaller. Like, blue line's like this big blubbery looking tuna thing, and crosshatch, like, has a crosshatch, like, yellow pattern on it. I think it's a smaller fish. I think. All right. But I was with you. I would have assumed the opposite. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's just a cat. Uh, I'm ready for question number four. All right, question number four up now. During Amazon Prime Day, the essential phone was priced incredibly low. What was the price? So during Amazon Prime Day, the essential phone was priced incredibly low. What was the price? Steve Steve. Bassinger with the correct price of $250. Steve B. Congratulations. 250 bucks. 250 bucks for an essential phone. I know it's a year old and they're never going to make another phone, but they've still said they're going to support this thing for three years. I don't know if they're going to be around for three years, but they have said that. Hey, man. I mean, it's an essential phone. That was like a $700 phone when released. Yeah, they wanted 700 bucks initially. <laughs> Think about that. And now you can get it for 250 new. And then a 360 camera for 19 bucks. I mean, what do you Yeah, doing? I mean, they're just selling off everything so they can just be like, here? all right, let's just be done with this. Let's just know. be that, done. 250 though. Pretty good deal. I mean, I should have bought one just to like keep in a shelf in case like a family member needed a phone because it works on every carrier too. Crazy. <clears throat> Crazy. All right. Well, I think we've reached that the final time question. the final question. Again, it's a long one, by the way. Be prepared it's to a read long one. and listen closely. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll read it a couple <laughs> of times. Uh, I'm going to go into some pronunciations and good luck, everybody. Try and think hard. But, you know, once you realize the answer... <laughs> Or once they tell you, it's you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Duh. You know, so just use some power of deduction. Let's get that dance going. Final question for a phone. An honor 7X. 7X. Oh, this is not the time to lag. No, it is not. <laughs> All right. I am ready when you are. All right. Question number five going up now. Huawei is the official translation of the company's Chinese name as shown here. The etymology of the first character is derived from this character, pronounced Wa, which means what when translated to English. So again, Huawei is the official translation of the company's Chinese name as shown here. The etymology of the first character is derived from this character, pronounced Wa, which means what when translated to English. Zach. Zach? I'm seeing Zach with the correct answer of flower. Zach Bourbon. Flower. Oh. Heck, yeah. So it wasn't that difficult of a question. I was really scared for everybody. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be too hard. I think hard, it's just because but... it would look a really long one. Yes. Scared everyone. Oh, I couldn't be more happy that you guys got it. And Oh, man. Zach, congratulations. New phone coming your way. Coming your way. Honor 7X. 
Shouts out. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's the it's in Huawei's logo above. It's a it's a flower. Kellen thought it was a leaf, but that's okay. It's a flower. <laughs> but yeah. What do I know? What do I know? Apparently not that. <laughs> that's so, right. no, you uh, so yeah, that's uh four winners get a smart band three. Honor, sorry, Honor Band 3 Smart Band and 1 and Zach gets the uh, Honor 7X. Fantastic. Great I'm putting my email down in the chat. Oh, absolutely. Honor, thank you again. I wanted to say, uh, you know, if you weren't lucky enough to purchase a phone, Honor right now has their Summer Sun promotion going on, which has savings on the 7X and uh, all their other their latest devices. And we wrote that up. Uh, so be it's in the post, in the podcast post that we wrote up on the page if you wanted to check that out. So again, Thank you very much, Honor. It has been an honor working with you to get these prizes out to everyone. And winners, I have placed my email in the chat. So please email me. I'll get your identities confirmed. And then I'll send out your prizes later today. And it's going to be beautiful. Hit up that chat. Tim's email's in there right now. Yeah. I know Eric's already got it. He's won a couple of times. Eric wins every week. It's not fair. Start banning. Shadow banning Eric's responses. Sorry, Eric. You're, you're too good at trivia. He's <laughs> got that like triple gig connection. Something's going on. Something. Gosh. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Big trivia this week, but uh, we got. Let's see. Next week, Motorola event. Your boy's gonna be in Chicago for that. Then the next week. Note 9, NYC. Tim will be in NYC for that. We got phones oh, coming, man. folks. We got uh, the, the Motorola thing, I don't think is like a live stream thing, but uh, we know they're hosting something next week, so should be fun. Um, and then the Samsung thing will certainly be a live stream thing, but Tim will be on hand for that as well. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Should Thank you. Everyone. And then uh, right after that, we should get uh, Android P. And then we start really hyping the uh, Pixel 3. Pixels. Might get a new Pixel Book this year. All sorts of good stuff. New Pixel Buds. Maybe Pixel Watch. It's Ooh. not one right there, but... New Pixel Book? I don't know if you said that already. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff then. A lot of stuff. All right, cool. Anything else? No, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. I don't know where everyone is, but it is hot in Portland. I am dying, so I'm going to take an ice bath. <laughs> yes. 90s every damn day here. Uh, stay cool out there. Be safe. Uh, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the live show episode 179. Peace. Peace.